Crystal. And this is Bus Asian Beauties, the Supernatural Commentary Podcast, where I, someone who has seen this show several times, and I, someone who only knows the show through social media, discuss every single episode of Supernatural from start to finish. Also, we are both Asian. Both Asian! For today's episode, we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 2, The Kids Are All Right, written by Sarah Gamble. Directed Something by Phil Segrisha. <laughs> this episode. Okay, we're doing the new thing, right? Where we talk about the episode right. before and after we uh-huh. discuss it. So, yeah, our before thoughts are: this episode is absolutely fucking hilarious. Everything about it, like it's fun, it's funny, and like I say, fun, not good, because. It's yeah. not good. But, oh my god, it's so fucking funny. It's truly something. How does Sarah Gamble think jeans work? <laughs> Sarah Gamble did not pay attention. In, in biology. In biology. I don't even know what grade level you discuss this shit. But you do discuss it. Yeah. Were they discussing this like back in the 80s? I don't even know. Like, oh, have right. we what considered? Have we considered like? genetics? Have we known genetics for that long? <laughs> Maybe we haven't. Maybe we haven't. Maybe that's why. Maybe. God, one that two. Uh, we get some delicious, delicious Sam Ruby this episode. Yeah. And oh my God, I am so taken by it. So. We'll get into it. Yeah. We'll discuss it when we get there. But the two things right. about this episode are Dean <laughs> and Lisa <laughs> and Ben and Sam Ruby. And both yeah. parts are actually incredibly fun. And I was... This is the first episode where I wasn't, like, booing <laughs> in a while. Like, I wasn't, like, <laughs> sitting there angrily watching. I was actually, like, going, like, Whoa! Yeah! You know, I was cheering. I was clapping. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun watch. Let's see if it's yeah, a fun I discussion. Think, I think my experience was I actually quite liked a lot of elements of the case, um, because I like family horror. But uh, every time Dean was on screen, what did I say on Discord to you? I think you wait. I'm gonna read it. Let's read that shit. Oh, I don't know if it's just lack of sleep, but I can barely stand looking at Dean's face in this ep like I just want to cave his skull in with my boot and hear it squish. No. I actually agree. Like, I would say in the first couple minutes, I agreed tremendously. Like, it was unbearable to watch Dean. But then after a while, it's like, nah, it's fine. He's okay. Also, like, why was he, like, ugly this episode? It's because, oh, here's another thing that I think we need to uh-huh. get out of the way. The lighting in this episode sucks so bad. Oh, okay. What is wrong? 
Like, but Sam looks good the whole time. Well, that's because he's Sam. <laughs> and because he's having his, his like, hot demon summer is about to begin. That's yeah. why he looks hot. But mm. the lighting this episode looks like it could be in... what What's that uh, episode? Um, what is and what should never be. Like, it could have been uh-huh. from that episode. And you wouldn't know a difference. Like... I think I've told you this last season, right? Like the lighting in season three, this is where it becomes yeah. wonky. Yeah. And season two really is the last season with good lighting, like the way we think of supernatural early seasons mm-hmm. type of good kind of lighting. So yeah. bye bye, uh, extremely dark supernatural. I was shocked because I'm used to when I watch supernatural. Having to put my brightness, brightness all the way up. And I mm. did that this episode, and I was like, it's too bright. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, so uh, before we get into the episode, Crystal, what did you know about yeah. it before watching it? Yeah, so I knew that this was the Lisa episode that Dean just fucking shows up at her house looking for a hookup, even though they haven't seen each other for years, and that he meets her son, Ben, who Dean thinks is his because he likes rock music and hits on girls. Uh, Also that, like, he liked Lisa a lot because she was very bendy and he's like doing his death wish tour. Uh, I also knew about the phrase best night of my life, Dean, which makes me gag and throw up. What? What? Uh, What? And best night of my life, Dean, when the two Uh, women are like uh, gossiping. uh. He's not good at sex. Sorry. I just know. I just know in my heart that he isn't. Yeah. Um, and also I knew that we'd get a scene of Sam and Ruby meeting in a cafe and her eating fries. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it, though. I, I mean, the yeah. case actually is very interesting, this episode. So, uh-huh. I'm surprised you don't know anything about the case. This is a case that I remember very well. Mm-hmm. Because of that scene with the water, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It no, was, like, when that imprinted in my brain the first time I watched this episode. I was like, oh, okay. Cool. Mm. <laughs> cool. Cool. Anyway, uh, let's start. Mm. All right. We start off in, like, a suburban household. Like, quite rich-looking type household. And, like... A woman is waiting by her door, and she's waiting she for. Get a name this entire episode. Oh my god! Is, Are you right? for real? So weird. She's just mom. Yeah, she's just mom, but she looks a lot like Fiona Apple at certain angles. So I called her Fiona in my mind <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> That's so real. Um, she's waiting for her daughter. Because uh, it's apparently it's like they're divorced. Like she's divorced mm-hmm. with her with the girl's dad, and like it's a whole like she's supposed to sleep there for the night, but she mm-hmm. was complaining, so he yeah. had to take her back home, kind of deal. 
And, the, mm. you know, the girl was very like, there are monsters in dad's house. I don't want to be there anymore. I, I just want right. to stay with you, mommy. Like, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And uh, afterwards, we go to the dad's house. Mm-hmm. And he's a woodworker. And, like, yeah, I remember thinking... Top 10 horror movie occupation. I remember like, I remember thinking, damn, he's a woodworker. Maybe that's why he laughed. And I don't even know what it means. But I thought it was an incredibly funny thought. Uh, he's a woodworker. And he's um, about to, like, leave his workroom when the power saw starts churning. I don't know what that's called moving i don't know gets turned on Turning, and then and then something yeah and then he like turns it off and he goes out and it turns on again and then while he's checking on it he gets shoved into it and then he dies it's actually quite yes. brutal i was like <gasps> i gasped when it happened it's very cool because like yeah, because, like, he just falls backwards on it, and then you yeah. see it, like, sticking up out of his <laughs> chest and continuing to whir. And, like, while Hot. it was whirring, like, it was, like, whirring, right? And then he, like, mm-hmm. gets pushed back a little, because it's, like, supposed to do that, right? When uh-huh. it's moving. Like, it's supposed to move what's being sawed. Yeah. And it was, like, that's actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Special effects still going strong in Supernatural. Right, yeah. There's a scene in Freaky, the thing that Catherine Newton is in, where uh someone is killed using a circular, like, saw as well. But, like, specifically, like, she starts at the head and then she pushes the guy all the way through so he gets cut, like, right in half. It's very fun. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, this oh, and not- that guy is played by Connor Roy Succession. Oh my god. That's an important That's part. That's so real. Connor Roy yeah. should get sawed in half. Not very cathartic. This, not only is this a supernatural podcast, this is also a freaky starring Catherine Newton podcast. <laughs> Before yeah. everything, what yeah. happened here? Like, based. Because uh, this is not yeah. a ghost. The monsters are changelings. They're like physical beings. Yeah. How did yeah. they do this? I mean, they just shoved the guy and we didn't... The camera work prevented us from seeing their hands. Is that? Is that what happened? I assume so. Damn. Alright. If you say so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're right that there's some inconsistency because uh, Katie also tells her mom that she doesn't like staying at her dad's because he's mean. No. Oh, what, what, that was because, like, they did this whole thing, right, where it's like, anyone who gets in the way of food, aka mommy, and the kid gets, like, Wait, killed. I thought she wasn't swapped out until that night. No, I think she was swapped out by then, really? and she was like... I want to go back home because I need to feed. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. Alright, so we're at some cafe diner thing. And Sam is there on his lappy toppy. So he's on the phone with Bobby, like, 
discussing some kind of demon dispelling ritual. So it's clear that he's still trying to get Dean out of the deal. Um, he has this old, like, translation technology pulled up. Um, that's fun. But then Dean shows up and Sam's automatically like, Oh, I'm not doing anything. What? No, I am... I'm ordering a pizza, even though I'm sitting in a restaurant. Yeah, he's so bad at lying. Like, why is he not better at lying by now? He is. I don't know. I think lying is an essential skill. And the fact that Sam has not developed it, I don't know. I I I I will not armchair psychology this guy, but like it's just so incredibly funny to me that he has not developed the art of lying. Yeah, I guess like I've developed the art of lying because I lie to my parents all the time, but my sister doesn't ever, and like she gets yelled at a lot because of it, but like she still doesn't do it because she's like whatever they'll get over it. So maybe he never developed it because he would always tell John the truth because he liked pissing John off or something. No, really. Like, yeah. Yeah. Do so, you think Sam is a people um, pleaser? Because that's what where huh. I was going with it. Like, if you're a people pleaser, you would be more prone to lying. It's like yeah. what I was thinking. And so I was thinking like, Maybe Sam is just I, not that kind of yeah. guy. And, like, he is that kind of guy sometimes to Dean. But I think that's only to Dean. Like, he's a different yeah. person with for other people. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that he tries to be polite. Yeah, but that's different. Um, and yeah. he... Right, so he fakes sincerity and sometimes he lies about that. But, yeah, I think that... He doesn't know how to lie for anything other than trying to be polite. <laughs> Real. Go, Sam. Yeah, the only lying he can do is, like, faking sympathy for someone's husband's death. Yeah, the only lying he can do is manipulating his face into something that looks like puppy dog eyes. Yeah. What a king. Yeah, so Dean calls Sam Weirdy McWeirderton and then says, like... Oh, like, I totally have a case in Cicero, Indiana. It's some guy who fell on his power saw. That's totally a case. Uh Uh-huh. And Sam questions this. And he's like, okay, fine. Fine. I don't actually want to go to Cicero, Indiana to save people. I want to go there for some pussy, bro. So, yeah. So, apparently, Lisa Braden... Lives in Cicero, Indiana. And, okay, this is actually a very, like, interesting lore-like thing about Sam and Dean's life. Because apparently eight years ago, yeah, Sam and John were finishing up a hunt alone. And then Dean went on a road trip. Like, specifically, he wanted to go to five states in five days. And, like... I, what an I interesting I guy. This, yeah, I would have liked this episode if there were, like, some flashbacks incorporated, maybe. Damn. Because, like, yeah. that's very interesting. Like, I wonder <laughs> what it was like to have Sam and John, like, alone finishing up a hunt. 
Um, eight years ago, Sam would have been like fifteen, and Dean would have been nineteen. Yeah, nineteen twenty. Oh, like that yeah. age. Right, so I wonder if this was, like, sort of Dean's birthday gift to himself or something. Like, I'm, like, 20 now, so, like, that's a big deal. Let's party, baby. Yeah, yeah, I deserve to have some time to myself or whatever. Fascinating to me that, like, he was, like... Well, I mean, he didn't do it because he stayed it with Lisa for most of that five days. But, like... Fascinating to me that he was like, you know how I would like to have a good time. It's by driving when my entire life has been spent on the road. But yeah, like, know. do you not do five states five days like every day, Dean? Yeah, yeah, I do like that. Right, that he wanted to do a road trip on his little independent jaunt. I guess is the freedom just not having to take care of Sam or John during the road trip. Yeah, maybe it's the being alone. That's yeah. good. Right. Oh, maybe because, okay, Dean got baby when he turned what <gasps> I don't know. I think it was when John left the last time. Okay. So maybe so... he didn't bring baby this time. I mean, he didn't drive the monster truck on his road trip, though, I'm assuming. Like, John had to... They probably had other cars. Yeah, okay. Right. It would have been nice if it was like he got baby and he was like, okay, I'm gonna go on a trip now with her. But yeah, you're right. I think that doesn't match up with the timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. I would have liked to know more about this specific thing. Because Dean, like, never leaves the family... And Sam and John alone is not a good combination. Ugh, poor Sam, like, 15 years old on a case alone with John. Ugh. Alright. So, Dean says that, yeah, I didn't make those five states because I spent most of my time in Lisa Braden's loft. Um, because apparently she was a yoga teacher. And it was the bendiest weekend of his life. <laughs> and he also tells Sam this is his dying wish. He's fucking unbearable. This is the part where I was like, I completely understand why Crystal wanted to crush this guy's skull. He is kinda annoying. Yeah. I don't, he's just doing this weird little smirk thing the whole time that just gets on my fucking nerves. <laughs> it's his face, his <laughs> mannerisms, his everything. Yeah. yeah. His everything. Right. And, you know, Sam very rightfully is like, you're getting a lot of dying wishes right now, Dean. And he's like, uh-huh. And then he says, I'm gonna be smiling after 24 hours with Gumby Girl. Um, I don't don't know what that means. Gumby? Did you look it up? Yeah, like, so there's, like, a show called Gumby uh, where the main character is, like, this clay, like, green little figurine. So it's, like, a very stretchy guy. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then Dean says, Gumby, girl, does that make me pokey? 
Um, and I thought that Pokey was just, like, a, a word for, like, hard. You know, like, yeah, when yeah. people say, like, you, they, like, poked me, and that, like, means that they had sex with you using their penis. But yeah, I guess Pokey is a character from Gumby, and he was not just going, like, huh, am I hard now thinking about Ew! That? Ew! Crystal. That's genuinely what I thought was happening. Ew. I didn't know that Pokey was a character. <laughs> All right. So, uh, they they do this scene where it's like it's Dean <laughs> drops Sam off a motel and locks him in a bank vault. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, this time he drops Sam off at Motel and while Sam is getting his stuff, like Dean is like driving off. You know, he's like in a rush. And it's yeah. so he's so fucking annoying. But like it's a funny scene, so it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, uh we go to a house, Dean knocks. How does he know where she lives? Do is I, it phone books? Do phone I mean, books have addresses? It would be wild if she still stayed at the same place. Yeah, it would be wild if as, like, a 19-year-old or whatever, she, she had this homeowner. house. <laughs> yeah. But, um, Dean knows where she lives. Creep behavior, I would say. Yeah. And he knocks, uh, and Lisa opens the door and is like, oh my god, Dean! And yeah. they do this whole, like, thing where Dean is like, <laughs> I'm so fucking good at flirting, and this girl and I are gonna have sex for real. And Lisa's <laughs> just like, bad time, dude. Like, I don't want you to be Why here. Why the fuck are you Why here? Why are you here? What are you doing here? And, uh, and then, you know, Dean is just like, I was just passing through. I know you loved surprises. He's so annoying. Oh, but it's what so funny. What could he have given her in the space of five days? Yeah. Uh, anyway, Lisa says, like, they're having a party. And Dean's like, oh, I love a party. <laughs> what is wrong with him? Take a fucking hit. Also, like... Lisa is, like, gorgeous, and Dean's very ugly this episode. <laughs> so, like, I think yeah. my first note for this scene is, you know that K-pop tweet where, like, some girl, like, fil- like has herself, like, on a fake date with a K-pop guy, and someone, quote, retweeted with just, like, you're so beautiful, and he's so ugly. Like, my brain the entire time. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh... Anyway, uh, they come in and it's like, who's the party for? And Lisa says, oh, it's for Ben, my son. Oh, also, before this, they have this whole thing where it's like, how long has it been? And Dennis, Dean is like, it's been eight years going on nine years. And that's like, um, foreshadowing. So, mm-hmm. uh, Dean comes in and it's like, oh, I have a kid named Ben. And... Lisa points at the kid, and the kid is literally opening an ACDC CD or tape or something. And it's like... So we're supposed to be like, oh my... Like, also, he's wearing a very similar outfit with Dean. Yeah. 
And so we're supposed to think like, oh my god, that's his fucking son. Because he's wearing the same outfit. I, what does Sarah Gamble think is genetic? Does she think music taste is genetic? (laughs) It's so funny. It's so funny. It is hilarious. And also... Oh, we'll get into it when we get into it. But this kid is quite concerning as a child. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I... Who who are the influences in his life that are doing yeah. this to him? Who are the influences in your life? Ben? And the way Lisa was like, hey, don't meet up that kid. Like, suggest that yeah. she is a good mother. And like, yeah. Ben, how would you think your mom would think if she heard you say bitch like about people come on yeah you know you know what's you know what's good about parties there's a lot (laughs) of chicks in here and it's like man you are eight years old buddy you are eight years old i have a i have a sister who's turning seven and i don't think she even knows the word bitch yeah like come on come on Anyway, Dean asks how old the kid is. And Lisa goes, he's eight. (laughs) And uh, yeah, Lisa sees like a guest come in and the guest is the mom from earlier and her kid. And so Mm. she excuses herself. Well, yeah, Dean. and Phil Sagrisha does it so that she's like walking at the camera and like you get a cleavage shot yeah. for a second. <laughs> Phil is, you know, Phil. he has priorities. He said, lighting, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> but, you know, a, a shot where she's walking towards the camera and we can see her cleavage, amazing. Right. We blew the entire lighting budget <laughs> of paying Cindy Sampson extra to let us do this cleavage shot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, while Dean's looking at the cake, we hear, like, these two women on lawn chairs start gossiping. And I... Sarah Horrible. Campbell presumably knows women in her life, is a woman <laughs> in her own life, has had conversations with, with women other in women. her life. <laughs> what is prompting this kind of writing? So, yeah, so the women are like, oh, my God, did you hear her say Dean? Like, oh, my God, like, that's Dean. You don't know about Dean? The Dean. They're literally talking like this. Yeah. The Dean. Best night of my life. Dean. I. What? It, what? He's not good at sex, you guys. <laughs> like, I know it. He like, has never fucked his, in his life. All of the sex has been a one-night stand. Like, you don't get time... Because every person is different. Like, you don't get time, yeah. like, understanding what people like. Like, in that short amount of time, you don't get good at communication and, like, emotional openness during sex in that amount of time. Oh, maybe right. they just matched really well. How about that? Yeah. What if maybe they were they a they very just... good match? God. Also, like, I feel like, you know, she's a yoga instructor and she's very bendy. 
cool so like what is dean what, offering like, yeah what, what is he dean offering? has never stretched in his life <laughs> what is he offering yeah the only bits of like dean having sex that we've seen are in route 666 <laughs> where like cassie was doing a great job i don't know what he was contributing besides lying there and looking pretty and then when he was jogging in place in the window <laughs> and going what <laughs> Lisa just like has like a Mario kink, and like Dean was the only one who was willing to make video game jumping sounds the whole time during sex. <laughs> yeah, okay, and then she says something very concerning. She says they had this crazy semi illegal. Yeah, what blah does blah that blah. Mean? Right, what is that? Like, so my first thought is like, how old is Lisa supposed to be? Because Dean's 20 by now. Yeah. So, like, he's not the one who's, like, recently, like, not legal anymore. So I was like, okay, so maybe Lisa was, like, just 18. And then I looked it up and the age of consent in Indiana is 16. So. Well, I hope she's she didn't become a mother that early. Yeah. That would have been very yeah. difficult Also, for what kind of 16-year-old can be a yoga instructor? Don't you need licenses for that? <laughs> no, I think this was, like, trespassing kind of semi-illegal. But he said that he spent most of the time in her loft. Yeah, so, maybe like, she didn't own it. <laughs> ma- yeah, sure, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. my second thought was, like, trans-Lisa and sodomy laws, but then Indiana got rid of those in 1976, so it's not that either. So, yeah, probably just trespassing. I think that trans-Lisa is the best interpretation of this entire episode. Like, she's like, is, is Ben mine? And she's like, no, I watched that biker dude carry him to term. <laughs> Dean was just not paying attention. Dean was just not paying attention. He was just so fucked out that, like, he forgot about whatever she had going on down there. Or she had a really good bottom surgeon. And, like, she impregnated that biker guy before she had the bottom surgery. (laughs) It was complicated, you guys. (laughs) It's a really complicated situation, you guys. I will bend the rules of reality to make this work. Yeah, so Dean comes over and says hi, and they're all like, Hi, hi Dean! Ew! Hey. <laughs> Ew. What? Ew! 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 Yeah. Stop it. Stop. Okay, oh, so we have we seen get... Dean have sex another uh-huh. time with the what? actress. And he seemed seemed pretty decent when that was happening. But we didn't see him have sex, though. Yeah, we We just saw her seem happy afterwards. Yeah. Well, he was only good because he'd watched her a lot in all her movies. And he, so he sort of knew her by then and knew, (laughs) like, what got her responsive. (laughs) No. (laughs) Horrible thing. <laughs> I mean, all her terrible B movies probably had terrible sex scenes in them, at least. No. So now we get like 
the worst scene that's ever happened in Supernatural. <laughs> so Incredibly he, funny scene. I He wanders over to Ben, who's, like, just standing on the side and watching a bouncy house. And, like, they have, like, this, like, what's up? What's up with you exchange? So it's like, look, Ben's a man's man. Like, he understands, like, not being emotionally available. And then, like, there's, like, a mom and her, like, child that walks by. And then the two of them, like, Dean checks out the mom and Ben checks out the girl at the same time. What the fuck? And then they, no. like, eat, like, a bite of cake simultaneously, like, in an that insane way. But, like, yeah, that one was kind of fun. That doesn't make him his child. I know! What does Sarah Gamble think? God, yeah. So, yeah, Dean's like, cool birthday party. And Ben's like, dude, it's so freaking sweet. And this moon bounce, it's epic. You know who else thinks they're awesome? Chicks. chicks it's like hot chick city out there and like does a little like chest slap i so eight years old what grade level so, is eight years old grade two like, two or three jesus christ man i right so like this so like okay like in my short story class in like high school Someone, like, this girl was, like, writing a story about this 10-year-old who has a crush on his babysitter. Um, yeah. And, like, she and the teacher, who are both women, were, like, like thinking about, like, ways to make the story funny. And they were like, oh, I think, like, he should, like, knock over a pile of CDs so that, like, she has to bend over to pick them up. So they're, like, talking about this, and then they ask, like, some guy in the class, they're like, hey, you're a man, like... If you were a 10-year-old who had a crush on your babysitter, what would you do? Like, would the CD thing be something? And he just looked at them and he was like, dude, no, he's 10. And that is my entire feeling about this. Like, dude, no, he's 8. I feel like a lot of people just think that, like, men and boys are just extremely sexual beings, like, all the time. And this starts at a super early age, which is why, like, people look at, like, like male like babies and go like look at that lady yeah, killer such a womanizer like fuck all yeah and like you're being fucking weird like this isn't how children are and yeah, i feel like kids yeah alone. leave the kids alone let the kids be all right yeah, yeah. and i feel like yeah sarah gamble is very guilty of this. uh were you like uh in an all-girl school what's your deal no, no. No. So, like, you were exposed to being with boys in third and second grade. Yeah. They did I not, mean, like... I I mean, I did learn what boobs were by second grade boys talking about them on Kim Possible. So, sometimes boys can be sort of like this. But... <laughs> I don't... Yeah. My first recollection of, like, boys being assholes is you know assholes is in this kind you know it's yeah. like fourth grade so like mm. I don't I don't know maybe we were, we're just in a more conservative environment <laughs> maybe the... it was the catholic school vibe 
That's true. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I'm not saying not, like, no boys can be like this, but, like, I, don't, I feel like, like those guys that were, would, like, clearly posturing. I think posturing. that's more of an environment, you know. Yeah, that too. It's and not it's something like, you inherit. It's not something right, you like, inherit. The boys in my second grade classes had YouTube. Ben doesn't have YouTube. I don't know where he would be getting any of this from. Yeah, like, who you know, is he like, talking he's not to? on the iPad. Who is he talking to? Right, like, the only theory I could come up with is, like, well, Lisa said that she has, like, a type for, like, biker guys. So, like, maybe she, maybe. like, had a few, like, temporary boyfriends that, like, Ben picked up cues from and they weren't very good. But I feel like Lisa, like, at least said that, like, after she became a parent, she reprioritized. So I don't think that the biker guys were around Ben if she was sleeping with them. So, yeah, I don't know where he'd be getting all of this. Yeah. Sad. Well, there's other kids. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Changeling Ben was an improvement. (laughs) Exactly. So Ben literally goes, look out, ladies, here comes trouble, and then goes into the bouncy house. And it's like, like, if I was a mother of a daughter, and I knew this kid, I wouldn't let that child go to this kid's birthday party. <laughs> if, like, this is what he's like all the time, and, like, they've, like, been over for playdates so the moms know, like, what the kid is like. Like, how does he have guests at his birthday party? Like, did Lisa have to bribe them? Like, <laughs> this kid should be friendless. <laughs> It's just, it's so concerning. Like, I don't know. The whole time I was watching this, I was like, I'm worried. (laughs) Yeah. Again, like, I have, like, you know, kids. I I have kids in my life. So, like, what even goes on? What is the reality of the situation? I think maybe a part of it is that uh, in the Philippines, we are just beginning to have face-to-face classes again. So my little mm. sister has never had a face-to-face class. Oh. She's about to start tomorrow. Oh. Anyway, uh, maybe that's why Like my little sister yeah. is very like unaware of these kinds of things. But mm. I'm now worried. Like, what are they learning? Like, what, what is she going to learn when she goes to school? I'm becoming yeah. that kind of like helicopter parent. <laughs> yeah, I get it. So, and then, wait, there's, like, this zoom in on Dean's face where he's, like, the, you know, the doing math inside your head sort of thing. But he just looks like he's genuinely grieving. No. Honestly. (laughs) Or maybe that was just me projecting. (laughs) Okay. So, back to Lisa, who is now talking to the mother that we were saying earlier didn't have a name. And... She, the mother is, you know, quite, she looks not alright. Which is understandable because her ex-husband just died. And Lisa is asking, like, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. She was, like, about to say something and she goes, never mind. Lisa presses. And Uh then she goes, oh, I think my daughter is different. Like, I think this is not my daughter. 
And of course, this is a very alarming thing to hear, to yeah. say everything. And so Lisa is like, I know you're grieving, but you can't speak like that. We're gonna get you help. It's gonna be fine. Yeah. Uh, Lisa's very likable here. Yeah. Like, Lisa is Lisa's very likeable. a very likable character in general. Yeah. Like, she is a member of the Andreaverse, but she does feel more real than yeah. most of the women Sarah Gamble writes. <laughs> she li- <laughs> now I'm thinking about the fact that she saw her imitation son like just like glowing and to birth, and she was like, "Let me give you a kiss, Dean." And like, girl, <laughs> my god! At least they have history in it. Yeah, like at least they have history, so like it's understandable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The mom. The mom, like, gets offended that Lisa reacted like that. And Mm -hmm. so she takes her kid and goes out. And then Dean comes in. And it's like, oh, hey. Um, You know, just wondering. You know, he's turning eight. You and me, eight years ago. So. And Lisa is like, you're not asking me if he's yours, aren't you? And he's like, no, not at all. Is he though? <laughs> and Lisa is like, very startled, like, slams the oven. And she goes, no. And Dean's like, okay, okay, right, yeah. And then he notices, you know, what's going on with Katie and her mom. And he's like, oh, yeah. what's wrong with your friend over there? And this is where the exposition starts with it, which is uh, she's been through a lot, blah blah blah, um, and she's and Lisa says there's been a bad, a lot of bad luck in the neighborhood lately, not just mm-hmm. with the power saw, because um, apparently, uh, other things have also been happening in the neighborhood that never even made it to the paper. Yeah. Okay, also, like, while this is happening, Dean looks out at Ben, and he has this girl back against a pole. He has, like, yeah. one hand, Ew. like, on the wall. He's, like, Ew. leaning at her and talking. Like, imagine uh. being the child actor directed to do these things. <laughs> I would so die sad. on the spot. Ugh, I hate this so much. Yeah, because like I yeah. had a I had a grade school boyfriend, and he would do <laughs> this to me, and I I hated it every single time. I was like, get away from me! Stop cornering me against the wall! I hope you die! I hated that guy so much. Like I fucking hated him, and God, I don't know why. God, yeah, yeah. Recently, we talked recently, and he told me like he still prays for me, which is so funny. <laughs> So that that's my uh, that's my puppy love experience. Dear God in heaven, let me back gray against the wall again. Thank you, Amen. Amen. <laughs> oh my God. So now we get back to Sam, who looks so good this episode. Because uh, we start on him on his laptop, and it's just his hands and his sleeves are rolled up. This and diner just... Okay. Yeah. 
this diner yeah. looked exactly like the diner we saw at the beginning. That for a second I was like, wait, they're back to where they came from? What happened? And That's then apparently true. it's a different no, diner. I, yeah, right, because they're in Indiana now, but I feel like it is the same set. Yeah, they literally reused the set. They were like, Sam, sit on the other side. They, they were like, Jared, you know what we could do to make this set look different is use it <laughs> on the opposite booth. And Jared was like, yeah, it's very cool, bro. Yeah. And then Great direction. Uh, and then Phil Segrisha was like, you're not going to be that kind of actor, are you? <laughs> wait, uh, do you know about that one? No, wait, what is that? No, because, like, apparently Bob Singer, <laughs> Robert Singer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, a bun- Like every time an actor asked him about a directing yeah. choice, he uh-huh. would respond, you're not going to be that kind of actor, are you? No. <laughs> yeah, and he did it to Jensen, he did it to Misha, and he did it to Rob Benedict. Huh. Which is so funny. Robert Singer, what's wrong? You're literally a director, Robert Singer. <laughs> Maybe he hates his job. And you know what? Yeah. It shows. <laughs> Every one of those Zooms was a cry for help. It was an attempt to get himself fired. Exactly. So, yeah. Sam's doing research and then... Someone sits across from him, and Ooh. it's Ruby. Oh my god, she is oh my god. so pretty. Her hair, the way they style mm. her hair, love it. It's like yeah. very messy, uh, swept to the side. She looks so good. Uh, I get that, like, Ruby too was played by Jared's eventual wife. Mm-hmm. And so they had insane chemistry. And that's yeah. why people liked them more. But I think I'm beginning to like Ruby 1 a lot more. More? Mm. Alright. No? Am I wrong? I mean, maybe maybe I will end up liking Ruby 1 more. But yeah, I mean, Ruby 1 doesn't have any blood drinking scenes. So... <laughs> Honestly, I'll be honest with you. No, what are you gonna say? <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't like the blood drinking? No. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna say, like, while watching this scene with Ruby in the diner, all mm-hmm. I could think of was, imagine if they were Endgame, and you, like, you crawl back to where they started, and it's the last scene we saw her in, and it's this scene. Like, how fucking amazing would that have been? So, like, yeah. I'm getting really attached. But, like, mm-hmm. attached in a way where I'm, like, delusional that they're gonna be endgame. <laughs> you guys, Ruby doesn't die at the end of season four, I promise. She doesn't die at the end of season four. She never betrays Sam. And if she did, she comes back in season six and has a redemption arc about it. And they fall in love for real. That's my, that's my uh, hot take. That's my prediction of where Supernatural is going. I think she should stay evil forever and betray him forever and they should still be endgame. <laughs> oh my god, yes. They should, like, be, like, the most toxic ass. Like, will they, won't they? They will, but they shouldn't have that relationship. <laughs> yeah. I agree. 
So, she is here, and there's this dramatic zoom in on Sam, and I think, like, at this point, I was like, who directed this? But it was Phil. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so, she's been following him since Lincoln, Nebraska, and she's just being very, like, I'm cool, I'm a cool girl, (laughs) And I'm cool and, and mysterious. She and she is. is, though, is the thing. She is. So she starts, like, taking his fries and eating them. She's like, these are amazing. It's like deep fried crack. Try some. I love the boldness of saying try some while eating someone else's food that they paid for with their fake credit card. Like, so true, Ruby. So, yeah. They have an exchange. Where Sam asks about the demon knife, she calls him a damsel in distress, and won't tell him. Yes, so true. (laughs) Yeah, and tells him won't tell him where she got it. Oh, she does this thing where she like takes the ketchup bottle and squeezes like a veritable ocean of ketchup into a plate, and then when you see her using ketchup on the fries, she like. Like, we'll dab, like, the tiniest little corner of ketchup on each bite. So, like, there's no reason that she needed to squeeze that much ketchup out. Sorry, I get really mad at people who overdo it on the ketchup and then have to throw it all away afterwards. Like, measure it out better, folks. So. (laughs) She's a demon. She's excused. Yeah. So Sam asks why she's following him and she says, I'm interested in you. And when he says, why? He says, because you're tall. I love a tall man. Exactly. Yeah. Me too, buddy. And then she says, well, there's also the whole Antichrist thing. And Sam's very shocked that that she knows about all this. But she's like, yeah, like, I know about the psychic kids and the yellow-eyed demon and all of that. Because I'm a good hunter. And I do think that I am glad that they that the jig is up on that by the end of this episode because yeah. I think that her performance is like very demonic. <laughs> yeah, it's very unsettling and demonic and such. So they could not have strung this out for longer. But I can also see why you would believe her in the first place. She yeah. could have just been a very cool hunter. Yeah, just very, very cool. Yeah, so she says, like, okay, like, I know that he's dead now, so his plans for you may be sort of moot, but you're still special. You're a, pre- you're a pretty big deal after all that business with your mom. Dun, dun, dun. Sam says, what about my mom? And Ruby's like, well, I should have asked her last night, eh? <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so she says that, you know, something happened with her friends. Oh, you, you don't know about that? Well, you have a little bit of catching up to do, my friend. And then she starts writing her phone number on his palm. Which is, like, so cool and sexy of her. Yeah. yeah. And I need to do that. 
Like, yeah. someone, I need to meet someone in, like, a party or something and write my number on their palm. And I'll be yeah. like, that was a supernatural reference and they <laughs> never call me back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So she says, like, you should, like, look into your mom's friends and then give me a call. And, oh, so by the way, like, you know that there's a case in this town, right? And then she just turns and leaves. Because she's so cool and mysterious. Ooh. Ooh. And then Dean calls Sam and goes, hey, there's a case in this sound. <laughs> Pretty Ooh. cool, honestly. Like that. Yeah. By the way, like, salt bad for demons. Salt on fries. Thoughts? No, nothing. Okay. <laughs> I have no thoughts. <laughs> no, I don't even know. Like, what is the intensity that you should be salted for you to feel the salt? Yeah, I guess I don't know. I feel like probably, like, the fries are just, like, spicy to her. Like, yeah, eating pineapple maybe. is. Yeah, maybe. It probably adds to the experience. Yeah, it has a bit of a tang. Yeah. It's like ranch dressing. I've never had ranch in my life. No! (laughs) (laughs) So, who knows? Mm. Anyway, uh, Sam and Dean still continuing their call. Uh, Dean says that, uh, you know, there's lots of people who fall out of ladders and drown in jacuzzis and blah, blah, blah. Mm. So... We go to the mom from earlier, and uh, she's sleeping, and there she has like a book open, and she's mm-hmm. sleeping on the couch, and then she wakes up, and she sits up, and the moment she turns her head, the kid is there, and the kid yeah. is going, I wanna play mommy, play with me mommy, and it's like, you know, very creepy. And yeah. Like, okay, sure. And then... She stands up and Kitty hugs her and it's like goes like I love you too. But as the mom looks up, she sees in the mirror that Katie is a different person. Like 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 looks different. I don't know how to describe it. How would you describe it? Um like she's gray. She's all gray and her skin looks like raw flesh of shrimp or something. <laughs> Yeah. I'll be... I don't know. Maybe I'll cut this off. But, like, it really frustrates... Not frustrates, but, like, makes me uncomfortable when, like, something is portrayed as horror and the way they do it is they alter the skin in this way. Because I have uh, a skin disorder, right? Yeah. And so sometimes my skin does look like this. (laughs) Not, like, this specifically, but, like, like, I have... Like, I remember when I was, like, 13, so, like, mm-hmm. 12, honestly. Like, I was 12, maybe going 13. And I was, yeah. like, in a school bus. And then, like, I was, like, half asleep, so I was, like, lying my head down, like, my back. Mm-hmm. And, like, I could hear the whole bus talking about my skin. Oh, going, fuck. what happened to this person? Like, what happened to their skin? Did they get burned? Like, blah, blah, blah. And that mm-hmm. was, that was like, very eye-opening. It's, like... Okay, this is what people think. And it's yeah. like, I guess, like, seeing it in horror a lot is also like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. 
cool. Yeah. Like, I have been told indirectly by people that I look like my skin's been deep fried. Like, that does things to your psyche, you know? And, like, yeah, so, like, seeing it here, like, this is the part in the episode where I was like, I don't want to look at this. I don't want to see this. I don't want to blah, blah, blah. But I understand that, like, it's just part of the genre. It's just whatever. But, like, I guess this is also the part. This is the part where I tell people that, like, like, ableism in horror is a thing and you should like pay attention in what is portrayed as scary and what you perceive as scary because like some of these things are actual traits that actual people have so yeah Yeah. wow what a tangent but i felt like it was very important i'm right though (laughs) you're right though And, and like i think it's better to hear it from me than like you know anyway uh the mom gets freaked out by this because like oh no she already thinks that it's not her child and then she sees this yeah. and she's like okay this sucks yeah and i would watch goes... the movie that's just like katie and her mom it's so interesting it's so much more compelling than anything else in this episode except for ruby <laughs> it's so interesting because like I'm sure there are cases of, like, trauma, like, when yeah. someone get, goes through a traumatic situation where, yeah. they, where, like, this kind of stuff happens, yeah, like, psychologically, exactly. right? Yeah. And so, like, the horror of it is double because who knows if you're telling the truth? Who right. knows if it's really happening? And when yeah. later on there's a scene and... Yeah. Where she tries to kill the kid, right? And, yeah. like, the amount of grief and, like, self-doubt and, like, mm-hmm. just, like, horrific feeling that she must have experienced. Yeah. In that moment of, like, mm-hmm. uncertainty and everything. It's, like, would have been very compelling to see. And we did see it, in a way. Yeah. But, like, you're right that in a movie format, this would have been very good. Yeah, it would have. Yeah, I just like horror a lot as, like, a way of, like, portraying how awful a real-life situation is where, like, the real-life situation has been so normalized that we don't... You can't understand how awful it actually feels until you have, like, monsters in it. And I Mm. feel like this storyline could do that very well. And it does do it pretty well in the limited space it has. Yeah. Like, we see moms, because she doesn't have a name, distress very well. Yeah. So, that's fun. Yeah, she's a good actress. And, like, I feel like she would be a better actress in a movie as well, so. Give this woman an acting role in, like, a a good-budget horror film. Yeah. Real. Real. So, Sam is now interviewing a woman in He looks good! <laughs> yeah. He looks so, so he's cute. he's actually dressed up for this to be an insurance agent. So, he has this, like, orange checkered tie, like a white checkered shirt, and then this gray suit jacket. And it's just, it's a very fun fit. I like it. He looks very cute. 
So yeah, he's being a life insurance agent, and he's asking about this woman's husband's death, where he, like, fell off a ladder, uh, and the only person there was their daughter, Dakota, and we see Dakota, and she's, like, creepy as shit, she's just, like, staring out at them. And, like, I mean, this is, like, a valid grief response, but, I yeah, it's supposed to be creepy. And also, Sam notices that there's blood on parts of the house. Well, something that looks akin to blood. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, like, I was thinking, like, it's so obvious if it was blood, they would have wiped it down already. Like, that would have been terrifying to be, like... Oh, you fell down the ladder and you crushed your skull so hard, blood splattered everywhere, and then nobody wipes it down. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, I think we were supposed to assume that, like, maybe it's not blood. Yeah, maybe it's not, but it is, I think. No, it's yeah. not. Wait, wait, what is it? Oh, it's, it's like fucking dirt. clay something, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Right, you're right, okay. So it's not blood, it is just some red stuff. Yeah, so as the mom turns around, Sam notices that there's, like, this, like, oval, like, bruise slash scar on the back of her neck. Um, that's, like, there's a lot of blood on the surface of it, and there's, like, little teeth marks in it. So, yeah, creepy. Meanwhile... In Katie's house, her mom is making her the most burnt grilled cheese I've ever seen. <laughs> she did not put any butter on this pan. Yeah. There is, it's I don't not even, even know if golden... it's a grilled cheese. I think it might just be two pieces of bread <laughs> like on a hot pan with no oil in it. No, exactly. It must have been. Yeah. No oil, no butter, no nothing, no grease. No, there's yeah. no, uh, nay a drop of grease on that pan. Yeah. Have we She's considered that Katie isn't a changeling? Have we considered that this is just what happens when all you eat is burnt bread? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, um... She starts feeling, like, the back of her neck hurting. So, like, she gives Katie the sandwich and then goes into the bathroom to check it out. Um, and, like, she is clearly not having a good time. Like, she is on the verge of breakdown already. And she looks in the mirror and she sees that same mark on her neck. And, like, she freaks. And... Meanwhile, like, Katie's, like, pounding on the door, being like, Mommy, let me in! Let me in! Let me in! Like, it is forceful. It is scary. It is scary. I mean, (laughs) you have heard my little sister knock when I'm recording this (laughs) podcast, and it sounds exactly the same. (laughs) So true. No, no, it doesn't. My sister is very polite. Yeah, she's very cute. Yeah, but like I, I was watching this episode. I was like, I think maybe kids are just like that. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe I think have it's more maybe the force of which of, yeah, of yeah. like her I think it was like, like I feel like yeah. the door wouldn't shake that much for like a regular seven year old or, or however kid. old she's supposed to be. 
Yeah. Yeah. And she's, like, being like, give me a minute, please. Um, and, like, the tension is building and you're, like, afraid the door is just gonna bust down. And she's, like, super about to cry. And then we hear the doorbell and, like, Katie goes silent. And she goes out and we see one of the women who was talking about Dean at the party. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Is she changed by now? I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe not. But we know she's doing her job. And her job is she's a Cicero Plains um, person. Because she's wearing a jacket with a patch of that on it. <laughs> and I thought that was yep. incredibly funny. Yep. So, right. I figured that she was changed by now. So, like, the, like, presence of, like, the parent changeling is what calmed Katie down. Yeah. Maybe yeah. so. Yeah, so she's checking in. She's like giving the mom a gift basket. Uh and she's like, Well, Katie seems okay, you know, considering everything and the mom's like, Yep, she's fine, we're fine, everything's great. Uh and then this woman starts trying to get her to sell the house my god her ex just died yeah she's all like we at Cicero Realty would like really like to you know like be involved in like helping you in this process like Jesus yeah and you know the mom's like not a good time goodbye and she like slams the door shut but you know this does not fix her problems because she's still inside with Katie, who is now demanding ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> so it's Dean. And. While walking back to his car, he notices that Ben is forlorn in the middle of a park. Why is his car in the middle of a park? (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why is it here? Don't know. I don't even know what's happening here. But like, he's in the middle of the park and Ben is like sitting and then he goes to Ben and he's like, oh, what's wrong, buddy? And then he notices that uh, he has a DS bag. Oh my yeah. god, DS name drop. Uh, yeah. Ben is a DS kid. And for yeah. that alone, I forgive him for everything. <laughs> would Ben play Ace Attorney? Ben would not. Pl- uh, you yeah, know I what? So. You know what? What? Miles Edgeworth is a misogynist, so maybe that's where he got it from. <laughs> God, you're right. Miles yeah. Edgeworth every day wakes up and says, you know who goes to the courtroom? Hot chicks. No. Miles Edgeworth. Miles, Miles Edgeworth is like the type of guy who's like so misogynist he becomes gay. Like, yeah. so he would not say that like chicks are going to the courtroom. But he does call 
his girl, his, like, he has, like, a defense attorney going against him once. Mm-hmm. And the defense attorney is Mia Fey, who is a woman. Yeah. And he calls her a bimbo. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, a sleigh. <laughs> he, he's striving as a misogynist. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> That's where I think Ben would call women bimbos. He is that yeah. kind of guy. And yeah. he learned it from Miles Edgeworth. Yes. But he did. uh yeah, he says like, oh this dude this kid borrowed my DS, but like he won't give it back. And Dean's like, You want me to go get it for you? And he was like, No. no. Only bitches since grown up. What is wrong with this kid? <laughs> I feel what is so wrong with this sad. Kid. And like so the sad. fucking weirdest thing is that Dean like hears this and he's like, "Wow, like, wow. Ben's a cool kid. He gets I'm it." So like, proud of this guy. Like that is not the correct reaction to hearing an eight year old say that. Yeah, and Dean is like, "You're not wrong." And then Ben is like, "Yeah, and I'm not a bitch." And I'm like, I'm so sad that this kid is probably gonna grow up with so much, like, fucking toxic masculinity going on for him. Yeah. Like, so sad. Well, maybe when Cass wipes his memories, he also, <laughs> he also wipes, wipes a little them. of his personality. <laughs> he turns him into that changeling type of guy. <laughs> Dean, like, looks at the kids, and he points at one of the kids, and he goes, is that Humphrey, like, the guy who needs to get off the burgers? And then they Jesus. have a little laugh about the fat phobia that Dean just exploded. Yeah. And, and it's like, Dean, you fucking hypocrite. Yeah. You literally eat burgers with onions right. all the fucking time. Yeah, you're not talking about this guy's diet and the health. You're just talking about his appearance. You're like, oh, because I'm a pretty boy and I still get girls and my metabolism is whatever. It's okay for me to eat burgers, but I'm going to moralize everything that this literal child eats (laughs) just to make my fake son feel better and also (laughs) instill fat phobia in him further. Real. Uh... uh, So, like, they have, like, a little conversation off-screen, but we cut to Ben, like, going to the kids and they're all like you know your typical like how hollywood portrays bullies kind uh-huh. of look and yeah they look like younger versions of like the bullies in it the movie never watched it never will mm. uh, <laughs> yeah, that's so though. mean that's so mean <laughs> sorry did you hear me first? yeah <laughs> that that sounded demonic but Excuse me? And I've never watched it, and that's so mean of me to say that I never will. Maybe one day. I I don't recommend it. (laughs) Alright, then I never will. Yay! Uh, And he's like, hey, give that back to me. And the kid is like, oh, then fucking get it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait! He didn't say it like that! Get it. He said, 
No, he says like, okay, take it back then. <laughs> and then, uh, like everyone is like, oh, he's such a loser. He won't even try to get it from me because we're all stronger than him. Blah blah blah. And Ben turns away, and they all laugh. And then Ben turns around and kicks him in the nuts. And then he crouches on the floor in pain and he gets his game like Ben gets his game back and he goes to Dean and they're all like smiling and like thumbs upping each other and as he's about to sit down Lisa comes in and it's like what what did she say Benjamin, Benjamin Isaac, Isaac Braden what's, what's gotten, gotten into, you? into you and then Ben is like he mm-hmm. stole my game and Lisa's Wait, like, sorry. Benjamin Isaac is such a biblical name. I know. Yeah, Catholic lore. So, like, Lisa was like, since when did you kick people? And then she looks over and notices Dean for the first fucking time. <laughs> okay. And uh, she was like, did you tell my son to beat up that kid? And Dean was like, somebody had to teach him to go kick a bully in the nods and Lisa is like who asked you to teach him anything so fucking true so true and he was like yeah relax and then Jesus Lisa's like <laughs> I know and Lisa's like what are you still doing here leave us alone don't even fucking talk to us I know I we spent one weekend a million years ago you don't know me you have no business with my son. She's like, she's like going off. Yeah. And she's right to do it. She's, yeah, this is very good of her. Yeah. Are and... we supposed to, like, I don't know, what are we supposed to feel about Lisa? Because, like, I find her eminently likable and, like, all of her emotional reactions to things realistic. But, like, are we supposed to be, like, annoyed at her? I can't tell. No idea. I like her. Yeah, I like her. I mean... I don't know what the deal of Supernatural is with anything that they do. (laughs) So I I don't know whether we're supposed to like her or not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, while they're... What are you still doing here? Fuck off. What are you... Yeah. And as they walk away... Ben like comes back and it's like, wait, and then he he runs to Dean and gives Dean a hug. And yeah, yep. They leave and Dean is like, uh, oh my god, a kid just hugged me, and this kid might be my. S-. He's like going through it. Then he turns to his side, and three kids are fucking staring daggers at him. Yep. So, oh god, the scene. <laughs> okay. Truly a scene. What a scene. Yeah, so Katie's mom, she's like getting Katie in her car seat, um, and getting in the car, and the whole time Katie's like being very clingy, being like, I love you most in the whole wide world, mommy. Um, yeah, and then in the rearview mirror, she sees Katie, and her face is, like, this gray skull face with, like, empty eyes and some big sucking mouth. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, she's freaking out a lot, but she's, like, saying, like, nothing's wrong, and yes, we're going for ice cream now. And, like, she's crying as she drives the car to a lake. And she's shaking a lot as she, like, puts the car on, like, some, like, automatic gear. And then she gets out and she lets the car keep moving. And to it the goes lake. into the lake. And the whole time, Katie is just in the backseat, completely calm, looking at her until she disappears below the water. And yeah, and the mom, the mom is like is crying, crying the entire time. Yeah. This scene is so scary and yeah. like sad and like every single emotion that they were going for in this scene, I think they achieved. Yeah, like, it's it worked. terrifying. Yeah, I think the silence worked very well. Yeah, yeah, I think that this woman is a very good actress. Yeah, the creepy, like, the kid just looks back. Yeah. That was something. Also, the reason why my voice softened, as I said, that was because I was doing the motion (laughs) and my mic is in front of me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, like, like, I know, like, the kid's gonna reappear. So, like, and I feel like we're supposed to know the kid's gonna reappear. So, like. All the scenes after are just, like, building tension, being like, God, when is she gonna pop up? What's gonna happen? I guess I assumed that she was just gonna appear behind the mom, but I think what they did was better. Yeah. Um, Where she goes home, and she's, like, still crying, and, like, yeah, it's a bad time. And then she looks in the kitchen, and there's, like, this puddle of water on the ground and it's dripping and then she looks up and Katie is there yeah and she says hi mommy can I have the ice cream now so good it's good it is very good so back in the motel uh, Dean enters and Sam's like something's wrong with the kids and Dean's like yeah I bet and they talk about changelings. And so apparently changelings can mimic children. And like the logic is they feed on the mom. And they every single person that gets in the way between their food and the changeling like gets killed in the process. And like they grab the kid and like get the kid like underground or something. I don't know. It's just lore dump. Uh, yeah, I do think it's hilarious that they were like, well, we can't kill the children, so uh, they're just underground for uh, reasons? Yeah. Yeah, like, we can't have child death over here, you guys. Yeah. So they're underground. Also, like, the changeling can only be killed by fire. Yeah. So, like, Dean does this funny bit where he's like, yeah, let's just kidnap the kids and then torture them in the front lawn. I think that'll work really well for everyone. Which I thought was funny. Uh, Dean realizes that, like, any kid in the neighborhood is vulnerable. Mm. So, he goes, let's check on these people I know, Lisa and Ben. 
because yeah. yeah and sam was like we can't fucking do that dean the time left is so small <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that, that. That is what Sam sounds like to me. And Dean was like, no, 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 no. This is important. So they go to Lisa's and Ben's. Yep. And he, like, rings the doorbell and Lisa is like, Dean, what the fuck are you doing here? And he's like, well, you, I wanted to bring Ben, like, a birthday present. Here, like, I'm giving you a credit card. Just, like... Go right now away from this to house. Six flags. To six flags at midnight, you know. I was confused because I thought six flags was five guys. <laughs> so I was like, wait, he's telling them to go get a hot dog? What's going on? And then I looked up six flags and I was like, oh no, no, no. I'm thinking of five guys. Six flags is like I don't know what is Six Flags. It's, it's like a Knott's Berry situation. It, yeah, it has like roller coasters and shit. And Lisa's like, the name on this card is not Teen Winchester. And he's like, well, it'll work. And yeah, she's like, you are being strange and weird. You are probably trying to rob the house while we're out or something. Like, just go away. And, like, Ben comes down the stairs, and he's like, Mommy, what's wrong? So, you know, he is not he's Ben He's been anymore. changed. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, make him go away, Mommy. So, yeah. And Dean's like, I, I feel like I should, I should look something's up. And Lisa yells at him to get out. Uh, and then... Dean also notices some more of the red stuff on a few of the window frames of the house. So, yeah, he goes back to Sam, and yeah, he's like, yeah, there's the red stuff on the windowsill, but it's not blood, and I think I know where the kids are. Yeah. So, um... They... He connects the dots that, like the kids are in this house it's like being built and it has like red dirt so the red dirt blah 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 and so they enter and Dean goes to the basement and finds cages where a bunch of kids and also the woman who was the real you know the real woman are locked up in the cages and he's like, okay. And the first thing he does is go to Ben. I know. <laughs> he was like, let's, behavior. let's ignore all of these fucking kids that I can immediately, like, I see them instantly in front of me and uh-huh. look for Ben. And it's like, come on, dude. Come on, dude. Ben's but, okay, been fine, down there whatever. for like 10 minutes. Like, go get yeah. Katie first. She's been having a terrible time for like a week. Yeah, and he's like, it's gonna be okay, I'm gonna get you out of here. And, like, Sam is in, like, the other side of the house. Mm. (laughs) What is he even doing? And the woman, you know, the head, what's her name? The head, they call her the mother, didn't they? 
the mother of the changelings. The mother changeling appears and he's like, I'm gonna call the police. Why am I putting on so many voices? (laughs) Real though. Uh, She was like, I'm gonna call the police if you don't go. And Sam's like, okay, sure. And then takes the fire thing and blasts at her but she disappears so she doesn't die anyway downstairs dean is like putting like he smashes the window to get the kids out okay so uh meanwhile we are getting scenes of lisa with changeling ben and yeah ben's doing the whole like play with me thing like I don't want to go to bed. I want to be with you, Mommy, and blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then he says, like, I'm hungry. And, yeah, I this is because she hasn't gone to sleep yet. She's, like, reading a book and he needs to feed while she's asleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she, like, starts making him, like, a mini pizza or something. And then she sees that in the glass... He has, like, the creepy gray skull face. And she freaks out. Back to the house. Uh, Dean is, like, trying to get the kids out. So he smashes a window to get them out. And, uh, like, is trying to get them to climb out of the window. Mm. But, like, there's shards everywhere. So Ben was like, here, Take my jacket and use it to cover the bottom, blah, blah, blah. And it's so forced that they were like, Ben has the, the, mm, the, what do you call it? The, like, personality of a hunter or whatever. Yeah. It's dumb. It's like, he may have Dean's misogyny chains, but he also has Dean's hero chains. He's in second grade. Do you even have a consciousness at that moment? <laughs> no, you do. I'm just joking. But, like, I don't even remember anything from second grade other than being, like, a stupid-as-fuck child. Yeah, okay. So, like, he, like, barely passes the mirror test. That's a lie. You pass the mirror test at, like, six months old. But, like, that's the same as eight years to me. <laughs> exactly. Uh... Anyway, like, Sam comes in and is like, oh, the mother changed the things here. And then, like, this is the only time that Dean was like, this is the time when Dean was like, oh, yeah, there's also another person in there. Why don't you break the lock? And it's like, <laughs> Dean, what are you doing? And I get that the kids are the priority because they're kids. But, like, at least unlock the fucking lock. Yeah. While the kids are being escaped out of the thing, the mother changeling comes in and it's like, I'm gonna eat ya. And yeah. Yep. Um, meanwhile, back at Lisa's, like, right, so she saw his reflection and she does a 180 really fast. Yeah. Like, like, does she, like, believe in the supernatural very strongly already? Like, how... How no is idea. this happening? Because, you know, for someone who told Fiona Apple, like, we're gonna get you help, 
Like, you thinking your child is not your child is just, like, the result of something psychological. She is very down to immediately say, you're not my son, to Ben. So, yeah. So she is like, where's the real Ben? And she tries to run out of the door, but then there's, like, these three other creepy kids blocking her. And Ben's like, they don't want you to leave me, mommy. And yeah, also Katie's mom is having a terrible, terrible time. She's crying on the bathroom floor as like... And Katie is bashing the door in. Yeah, doing the let me in, let me in, let me in. Yeah. Not having a good time, these women. So in the house, we get this fight scene between the changeling mother and Sam and Dean. Uh, right, and, like, Dean's like, Ben, get all the kids out of here! And he does, because as an eight-year-old, he's super calm and a hero, because that's just how he is, I guess. Um, And, yeah, eventually, Sam burns the changeling mother to death, and then magically all the other changeling kids just disappear with her so that we didn't have to get the visuals of them burning children. (laughs) Yeah. What a cop-out. What a cop-out. They should have lined up all those kids on the lawn and burned them. Yeah. Exactly. They should have made the real kids burn their counterpart. Yeah! That would be such a good... Like, the therapist of those children will have such a fucking good time. Yeah. (laughs) We don't see Fiona Apple again after this scene. Yeah. Which makes me sad, because it's like, you... It's her story. Yeah, it's her story. And it's like, like, how do you live in the same house... As the child with the face of the monster that you tried to, like, literally kill when you weren't even sure if it was a monster or not. Anyway, so Dean and Sam drive Ben to the Lisa's house. And this is the only kid that we see reunite with their parents. Like, what did yeah. the other kids do? Like, how did their parents react? I don't know. Why are you with these two random-ass lumberjack-looking men? Yeah, you what said you were locked on? in a cage underground. You said that this person's name is Dean Winchester, the guy wanted for murder and top of the FBI's wanted list? Get back <laughs> here, what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, Lisa comes back and is like, Ben, are you okay? And Ben completely, like, moved on doesn't even care about anything it's like it's okay that was so yesterday mom yeah uh and dean like is trying to say that like i'll explain everything if you want me to but you probably don't want me to to be real and the important thing is ben is safe and then you know they hug and they, she invites dean into the house while sam is like i'll wait outside also (laughs) Maybe I was just reading this completely wrong, but, like, it's like they hug, and then a second through the hug, Dean makes, like, a little surprised face, and I read that as, like, 
like, unexpected boner. You're so mean to Dean. I think it's just a surprise face. Why was there the delay then? (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe it is a surprise boner. Who would have thought? You, apparently. Yeah. I think, because at this point, I still didn't know that Pokey was a character, I think. <laughs> so Dean getting, I thought that, like, Dean getting surprise boners was a motif of this episode. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah. As they come in, and it's like, Ben is on the table, and he's playing with a car, and he's listening to music. And they really are hammering this fucking home. Yeah. Lisa is asking about the change things. And Dean is saying that, you know, I never mentioned my job because it's this. The important thing is Ben is fine. Blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, okay, seriously, is he my kid? What's the deal with that? And Lisa says she did a blood test. Oh. Yeah. But, like... With how blood? Yeah, with the biker guy's blood, so I she guess. knew it was he was the dad. Perhaps yeah. so. And she was like, "I had a type. He had a leather jacket. He had no address." Me, <laughs> who's gonna? <laughs> I'm not gonna continue that joke. Yeah. Uh, I do think it's very fun that Dean came over and he was like, Ben's just like me for real. And Lisa was like, yeah, he's just like you and every single other guy I slept with that year. Get in line. Exactly. Uh, And then Dean's like, okay, that's good. And then Lisa just looks at him and goes, you look disappointed, dude. And Dean's like, well, stuff happened to me recently. And now I'm like, what if I was a baby daddy, bro? (laughs) (laughs) He he said, like, what what am I going to leave behind other than a car? Which is like, people, I I know people are like emotional over that line because he does die. It's dumb. (laughs) Like, the context is so stupid. Like, I wish. I left you to be pregnant and raise a child by yourself. Oh, but he's so Tom going off to jail about this. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was like, I need to spread my seed. I need yeah. to leave a legacy. I just, like, I guess I know that Dean cares a lot about blood family, but, you know, I believe in separation of sperm and self. Like, gametes in general and self. Like, you know, You like, didn't even it, erase the kid. Yeah, like, you leaving behind, like, a child that shares your DNA is not really a legacy in any way. And, like, I know this is the point of the episode, I think, but, like, the tone of it is so not, like, Dean is going to die soon and, like, Thinking he has a son is making him, like, reconsider his choices. It's, like, not any of that. So, it's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Lisa says, like, he's not your kid, but you did save his life. So, that's a lot already, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, 
Well, if I was his father, I would have been so proud of him. <laughs> God. Why are you not already proud of him? It's, 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 just, it's just an incredibly funny thing to say. Like, if he said, even if I'm not his dad, I'm so proud of him for... I, well, he said I would have been proud to be his dad. Ah, okay. okay. So, I'm yeah, not uh, quite yeah. what you heard. Yeah, I I was misremembering. But I thought it was, like, I remember laughing when he said that. But anyway, he walks out, but as, but Lisa follows him, and it's like, Dean, and she kisses him, and she's yeah. like, you're welcome to stay. And she goes, no, 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 I got a lot of work to do, and it's not my life. Like, this is not my life. And yeah. so he leaves. Yeah, I. Why, Lisa? I know he like saved your son's life, but he also taught him how to kick people to, to beat people up. Like, he's not gonna be a good influence. Like, even if he would have been proud to be Ben's dad, Ben would be a worse person if Dean stuck around. I think there is like a gravity difference between. Kicking a guy in the nuts and saving people's lives, though. So, yeah, like, like, I think he was considering that. Alright, but, like, well, like, like, so what, like, keep him around for protection? Like, what's her reasoning? Like, it seems like she's just well, doing this out of gratitude, She likes him. Which is not... Okay. Oh, yeah. This is, this is the point where I bring up what I've been yeah. bringing up since Five Ever, which is that... It does make me uncomfortable when, like, the reward for being, for saving people's lives is those people's lives you saved, being grateful for it, and, like, proposing sex or a kiss or whatever. Yeah. But, like, because they have a history, I am more lenient with this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's still, I think, it still falls into that category. Because, mm-hmm. like, with, like, Cassie, right? It was, like, they already had sex before that. Yeah. And then, like, they kiss. And the kiss is not of gratitude. It's, like, of goodbye. history and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And goodbye. But with this one, she was, like, leave us alone. I, mean, I don't want you in my life. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then, like, he, he, like, saves the kid's life. And she's suddenly, like, I'm gonna give you a kiss. And you can stay forever. Ever, if you want yeah. to. And it's, it's a bit Andrea-verse, yeah. isn't it? It is very Andrea-verse. Yeah, right, especially because Andrea was, like, at the beginning, she was like, oh my god, stop hitting on me, like, you're so annoying. And then as soon as he saves, like, his her kid's life, she's like, wow, I'm gonna kiss you. Oh my god, you're so cool. Like, I think my ex-fiance said a thing where she was like, it seems like in every single, like, episode where people are like, oh my god, you guys are, like, crazy, like, stop it. Like, it hurts the writer's feelings to not have it end with them being like, oh my god, I was so wrong to be mean to you when you were being so <laughs> creepy and, like, not respectful of me, and you were right to be terrible the whole time. Take me now. Like, yeah, that's stupid. 
Like, the context of there being changelings does not, like, most of his behavior in this episode is not because of the case. He's just a creep. The only thing he did to her that was, like, case-related was checking in on her and giving her the credit card. Everything else, he was just like that. Yeah. Ugh. So, now we're back in the motel room, and... So Sam's, like, on the phone, there's, like, a bit of a montage of him, like, asking about death dates and causes of death about, for a bunch of people. So, like, apparently there was, like, a fire in 2006 that killed one of Mary's friends, and then a lot of her family members, there's, like, a Robert Campbell and and Ed Campbell who died as well. And, yeah, no, it's interesting, because, like, 2006 is the fire. Like, we're in, like, what, 2008, 2007 right now? 2007. So, like, a so this is recent shit. very yeah. recently. I didn't even consider that. I thought it was, like, 15 years ago, 2006. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was just like a couple of years back. Yeah. Oh, also, I think the the transition to Sam was very funny because like, it's like Dean's having his like romantic like wistful moment, and then it's like spy music, and Sam's <laughs> being like, and then who died, and then what? Yeah, they are in completely different genres this episode, and good for them. So, he's like, oh my god, well, I sure found out a lot. And later, he's, like, talking to someone and it's not revealed until partway through who it is. Like, you probably think it's Dean at first. But no, he's saying to Ruby, like, all of my mom's friends are dead. Her uncle and her doctor, like, everyone who ever knew her was, like, recently just one by one killed. And, yeah, Ruby says, like, yep, that was the yellow-eyed demon. When do we learn that his name is Azazel? Does this ever happen? Oh, she's they're still calling him the yellow-eyed demon. Like, at what point yeah. do we know his name? No idea. Maybe okay. we never do. Yeah, maybe we just <laughs> made up Azazel. Who even knows? Exactly. Yeah. And Sam's like, okay, so, like tell me what the fuck is up with you because you know so much. I don't think you're a hunter because you know more about my own family than I do. Sam, maybe, maybe she's, she's just, just a smart. true crime girly who's hyper fixated on your mom's death. Have you considered that? Exactly. Yeah. Right. And he's like, just tell me who you are. And she's trying to deflect and he says it again, and then he, like, fucking yells it in her face. Rude. And she's like, okay, fine. And then she blinks. And when she opens her eyes again, they're black. He's a demon. Oh, love this. Love it. And, yeah, Sam tries going for holy water. And Ruby's like, no, don't do that. I'm here to help you. Um, and Sam says, you're a demon, and 
Ruby says, don't be such a racist. Don't be such a racist. That was like a funny line. I loved it. It was funny. But also Sarah Gamble wrote Bloodlust, you know, where like (laughs) clearly draws parallels between like vampire phobia and like real life racism. So like, it's like, what are you trying to do here, Sarah Gamble? Like, fantasy racism is real in one of your episodes, and now it's, like, a joke, because it's, like, obviously it's not the same thing. And also, you are, like, one of the more racist writers of Supernatural in the first place. What are you doing, Sarah Gamble? Yeah, she says, like, I'm here because I want to help you, and I can, if you trust me. So, he starts interrogating her about all the murders, and she says... I don't know, that's what I'm trying to find out. And then she says, all I know is that it's about you. And this is literally like the third time that Sam has heard this from a demon. And still, he's like, what? What? Oh my god, what? When is this gonna stop being a reveal for him? Literally, in like fucking... 221, also written by Sarah Gamble. Azazel literally says this was all about you. And Sam goes like, oh my god, what? Like, Sam, are you stupid? What's happening? So, I don't, I don't know what's, like, he's so, he has no object for a minute. (laughs) We talk about developmental delays, but, like, Sam has no object permanence. He's, every single time he's like, your mom is involved in this, he's like, oh my god. And, like, you figured this out season one, Sam. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. He's so real, though. So real. (laughs) Yeah, so, she says, like, What happened to your mom and all of her friends was, like, the demons trying to cover up what he did to you. And I want to help. And she says, like, I have my reasons. Not all demons are the same, Sam. Not all of us want the same thing. And she says, like, what I want is just to help you from time to time. And if you let me, there's something that you get out of it, too. And he says, what? And she says, I could help you save your brother. Dun, dun, dun. I love when women lie. Yeah. And that's the end of the episode. What are our post-episode thoughts? Um, about the same as they were coming in. Yeah. But I do like that they're in completely different genres. Like, all the Ruby stuff is just completely irrelevant to anything. They just had to stuff it in here. The thing is, like, I think all aspects, like, because there are three things going on this episode. So the Lisa stuff, the case stuff with Katie and her mom, Mm -hmm. and the Ruby stuff. And all of them are interesting. Yeah. In fairness. interesting. And they're all very totally different, though. Yeah, they're all incredibly different from each other, but... And they don't necessarily make a cohesive whole. Mm-hmm. Like, like the Ruby stuff obviously doesn't actually add anything to the, 
you know, like emotionally or like lines. thematically. Yeah. yeah. But it still works. It's still okay. Yeah, I mean, it's good, like, on its own, and it is good for build-up. Yeah. How about best line, worst line? Okay. So, hmm. Best line, I mean, I really like when Lisa went off at Dean. Yeah. Um, What are, yeah, what are the exact lines? Yeah, like, what are you even still doing here? We had one weekend together a million years ago. You don't know me, and you have no business with my son. So true. And, yeah, it's a good character moment for her. My worst line is, You don't know about Dean? The Dean? (laughs) Best night of my My life, life, Dean? Dean? My god. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, screaming, crying, and throwing up. Ew. Uh, What's your worst line? See, originally, it was the pokey line, because again, I didn't know that that was a character. (laughs) But now I agree with you. Um, I don't know what my best line is. Probably the one where it's like, Mommy, can we get some ice cream now? That one. Oh, yeah. Because, like, again, like I said earlier, like, that scene is imprinted in my head. Yeah. Like, even from way back. So, yeah, I think it's super creepy. Works so well. Very well done. Wow, can you believe we're singing praises for Supernatural? It's a good case, though. Yeah, like the case, the case is, is good. Really good. Everything. Else, well, no, Sam and Ruby are fun. Dean and Lisa. I, like I said, everything are. Uh, it's okay, but like uh, it's interest. I would say it's interesting. That's what I would say about it. Yeah, I'd say it's interesting. It's also misogynistic, though. Speaking yeah. of our new point system, is... we should keep that up. Okay, so. Yeah, so what we're doing is just at the end of every episode, we are just going to give the writer a point, or a point to five points, depending on the severity, in the racism category and in the misogyny category. So, we forgot to do this for 301. But I think that 301 gets a point in each category um, for the, like, the misogyny one would be, like, the, you know, like, like, how come you got beat by a girl, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And then the racism, I think, would be, like, the unnecessarily brutal way that they treated Isaac and also the, like, lack of sympathy that they give to Tamara for her loss. Do you agree? I think so. Do you want to yeah. bump up the racism to two Yeah, points, yeah, no, you're right. I think that the Tamara stuff is way worse than how come you go beat by a girl? Okay, so would you say <laughs> two on the racism for Yeah, two? I would say one and two. So. Okay. And then I'd say for this, for this one, one yeah. there's no racism points because... Everyone There's in there no is one. white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and. And. Hmm, for misogyny. 
one to two. I'm not sure. I would, I think it's fascinating that they paint Ben's like calling people bitches and like yeah, calling and girls hot chicks, chicks as in a positive light. Yeah, like it's cool of him. Like he's a cool kid. He's not yeah. a loser kid. And like the portrayal of Lisa, well, I wouldn't call misogynistic. She is part of the Andrea verse. Yeah. Very much. So, like, it's in reference to earlier misogyny. (laughs) (laughs) So, So, maybe a two. Maybe this one's a two pointer. All right. We have two misogyny points to Sarah Gamble. All right. What a win. Go, Sarah. Again, diversity when this woman is misogynistic, too. Yeah. Okay, so I am DB. What's her deal? I think this one's going to be pretty high. I'll go 8.7. It's going to be pretty high, I agree. I feel like people in the reviews are going to be like, it was so funny when, like, Ben and Dean checked out the, like, mom and the kid at the same no. time. Instead of, like, this was a very compelling case and Ruby is cool, which are, like, my reasons to rate it high. But, yeah, okay. Um, 8.7 seems a little much. I think I'll go in 8.6. Okay. Let's see. <gasps> You're right! Oh, good for me. That's fantastic. It's an 8.6. Let's check out the reviews, baby. Oh, the first review calls Lisa sexy, like, twice. <laughs> oh, wait, also, it's a sexy well, actresses in the second mention. So, like... Are they saying that they were sexually attracted to Fiona Apple during her breakdown? <laughs> no. No. This one is this one says, I'm waiting to find out what the yellow-eyed demon was trying to cover up. Also, I'm waiting to find out if the demon appears again or if any other character that have disappeared or died appear again. I'm really wanting to know if Missouri is still alive or not. Oh god, I'm so sorry. I thought the character has a lot more in store for the Winchesters, but I haven't heard any more about her. I'm so sorry, dude. So sorry, Morgan Dahl. From October 11, 2007. I hope they're doing okay. This one, I know I'm pretty much alone with my opinion on this, but I find the Dean kid scenario extremely trite. So true. So The similarities seem so forced. It makes me feel that the creators don't have that high an opinion of the audience, so they try to make their point so obvious that even the dumbest viewer get the idea. Say that, say that, and say that. I would have appreciated if they had handled that matter in a much more subtle way. Like, I liked how Dean connected with the boy then in the water that touched my heart. I did not pronounce any of those words correctly. <laughs> no, that's not right. No, what they're saying is like, then in the water, I had good interactions with kids. So like, yeah, they wish it would have been like something in that vein instead of like super forced. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 
Oh, the last one says also Dean acts kind of creepy here. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think right. that's it. That is it. So, yeah, that's it for this episode of Plus Asian Beauties. Next week, we will be discussing... Hold on. Ooh. Next week, we will be discussing Season 3, Episode D, Bad Day at Black Rock. Leave us a rating or review wherever you get your podcasts. Bye. No, no, no. Why don't I know any of my words anymore? Don't keep this in. Okay. <laughs> no, I will. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what your lines are. Follow Leave us on no, social no. media. Follow, yeah. Follow us on social media. We are on Twitter at twitter.com slash beautiespodcast and on Tumblr at bustyasianbeautiespod.tumblr.com. Our official tag is badpod, B-A-B-pod, and thank you to everyone who's donated to our Kofi at ko-fi.com slash bustyasianbeautiespod. You can email us any feedback, comments, or inquiries at bustyasianbeautiespod at gmail.com. See you guys next time. Bye-bye! Bye-bye.